What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number two of the Steve Krebs Show with me, your main man, Steve Krebs, brought to you by Weaponized Nutrition, Weaponized Mind, Weaponized Greens, coming at you soon. Keep your eyes peeled, ears open for the link. Also brought to you by STA Elite, sweet-ass marketing company. So, back from Vegas, back from Vegas, UFC 226. I am a massive, massive, massive mixed martial arts fan. I've been following it since UFC 1. I went out there with my good buddy Mike Sims. We took a trip out, set up, and uh, watched the Ultimate Fighter finale as well as UFC 226, which is absolutely fucking amazing. Still licking my wounds from being out there for a couple days, just you know, not sleeping right, having a few cocktails. And uh, you know, I'm a BJJ purple belt. Uh, I train with Henry Hooft in kickboxing. So I absolutely love this shit. It's a blessing for me to be able to go to events like this. And there's so many lessons learned from watching guys compete at a high level. Because let's be realistic. No matter what sport you like, if there's a disagreement in any sport, what happens? They fight. And the average man overestimates his ability to fight by about 4,000%. And... uh, People that aren't huge fans of mixed martial arts or or boxing or any combat sport may look at it like it's violence and it's horrible, but the reality is if you've ever been around high-level fighters, they're some of the most calm, kind, compassionate, empathetic, and smart human beings that you'll ever meet in your life. I have the pleasure of training at Hard Knocks 365 in Fort Lauderdale when I lived down in Miami for part of the year. and. There's so many high-level guys down there. I mean, if you follow the UFC, you're talking Luke Rockhold, Robbie Lawler, Michael Chandler, Usman, Stefan Struve, Rashad Evans. I mean, the list goes on and on. The crazy part is you think these guys would be walking around with ego, puffing their chest out, acting all badass, and and nothing could be further from the truth. And the, the crazy part is if you look at anyone that walks around that way, usually they're just insecure. I know in my life, Anytime I acted that way when I was trying to puff up and act tough, I just felt weak. So I felt like I had to walk around and have you know this inflated ego and walk around like my shit didn't stink. And the truth of the matter at that point is I just wasn't feeling great about myself. And when you don't feel great about yourself, you almost have to you know do this age-old business thing where it's like uh, fake it till you make it and it's complete bullshit. In my experience coaching well over 400 guys over the past few years is that when guys go to that place, ego and they're hiding out and not being themselves just because they're unhappy and they don't feel like they're enough. And I, and I experienced this with a lot of people. I think every one of us has this experience at one time or another is not feeling enough, not feeling like we, sh- we feel worthy to share our truth or worthy for people to love us, worthy for people to listen to us, worthy to make more money. I mean, the list goes on and on. To be human is to be flawed. So I'm at UFC 226, and the, the, the headliner of the night, the big fight of the night, was Stipe Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier coming up from the 205-pound division, the light heavyweight division. He's the champion there to come up and challenge the greatest heavyweight of all time, Stipe Miocic. And we're in the suite with... Every person in the suite besides my buddy Mike and I were from Cleveland. So they were obviously supporting Stipe. And the fight was amazing. But not spoiler alert, Daniel Cormier knocked Stipe out in the first round. And it was a huge shock. And not many people probably believed that Daniel Cormier was going to pull this off. And he's probably one of the most deserving, well-spoken, 
fighters on the planet. He was an Olympic silver medalist in wrestling. The guy's just an absolute stud. He announces for the UFC, commentates for the UFC when he's not fighting. And my takeaway from that is simple. It's like you can't count anyone out. And the only person that mattered in that belief was him, right? Daniel Cormier's belief in himself is what mattered, not my belief or anyone else's belief. Now, I did bet on him, which was nice. But at the end of the day, in our lives, what really matters is who we believe ourselves to be. And if you believe yourself to be a winner, then you'll act accordingly. If you know that you have what it takes and you're willing to do the work required to win, that's the only thing that fucking matters. Whether it's your relationship, whether it's your business, whether it's a fight, if you're a fighter, whether it's a fucking tennis match, it doesn't matter. You are exactly who you believe yourself to be. And in that place, he came in, shocked the world, became champ champ. Melee happens after the fight. Brock Lesnar comes in. They're setting up. It was almost, it almost felt like WWE. I call it WWF. Because I used to watch that shit when the Hulkster, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Randy Savage, George the Animal, Steel, Big John Stud, King Kong Bundy, Demolition, Coco Beware, all the old school wrestlers were there. But they, there was kind of a little melee at the end of the fight. They brought Brock Lesnar in. They started pushing each other. It was kind of corny. But it's setting up a mega fight where these guys are going to have a huge payday. And I'll most likely be there to watch it because I, I just love it. I feel like there's nothing better than two skilled fighters going in there and testing themselves against a game opponent. That's why I love jujitsu. It's humbling. I have no delusions of grandeur, though. I am not a fighter. Don't get it twisted. I am a weekend warrior, my friends. And it's enjoyable. But, you know, I wanted to share that takeaway with you guys because outside of having fun and going to Vegas and, and just hanging with one of my buddies and enjoying myself... I got to watch people put themselves out there, right? And I don't think there's anything more vulnerable in the world than not only fighting, but fighting in front of thousands of people, knowing there's millions watching and watching these guys perform at a high level. It just goes to show you the mental strength, the testicular fortitude that it takes to put yourselves out there. So when I talk about fighting, what you guys are hearing me talk about, and you're going to hear me talk about jujitsu, all these things, you're never going to hear me talk negatively about anyone. Anyone that gives themselves permission to step in and compete at that level, you will never hear me talk shit because guess what? I've never been willing to do that. I'm not a professional fighter. But I respect the hell out of anyone that puts themselves out there. The end. And it brings me to the next topic today, which is I don't know shit. It's funny because if you listen to this, you might think I know shit. But at this point in my life, I literally feel like I know nothing. I literally feel like that I'm just, I, I wake up and I'm just, I want to learn all day to like every single day right now. And outside of this podcast, you noticed I, I've been putting a little less, you know, Facebook lives or any of these things out there because I just feel like it's time for me to listen again. It's time for me to learn again. So just this week, I'm starting archery. I got a ukulele. I'm still training jiu-jitsu, I'm still training kickboxing, I'm still doing all these things. So I'm just, I just started to shut up and learn because at this point in my life, specifically in business, I feel like I'm just starting to figure things out, but I also feel like I know shit. I don't know shit and I feel like at this point at 39 years old, that is my ego finally just allowing me to be me. Now, you got to understand that we life has seasons. You know this. You've gone through phases of your life where you think you're the shit. You've gone through phases of life where you think you're a piece of shit. And, and that's normal. That Life is not supposed to be this cakewalk. You're not supposed to skip through life with birds singing and balloons and unicorns and puppy dogs every day. 
We're, we're supposed to face obstacles. It's what makes us strong. We're supposed to feel weak at times and vulnerable at times. We're supposed to feel sad and heartbreak. It's part of living, but I'm thankful for it. And it makes me think about this documentary that Bree and my wife and I started watching. It's called This Strange Rock, and it's, uh, it's a documentary. And it's narrated in, in Will Smith, by Will Smith, who also stars in it. And I highly recommend it. It's insane. And it's a, it really breaks down how the universe started, how our planet works, nature, and science. And it's just incredible. But it also makes you understand how minuscule we are compared to the universe, compared to a rock that's been here for millions of years. And how quickly we show up and then live our lives, and then we're gone. And we can sit here and pretend that we have forever, but you do not have forever. It's why I have the word memento and mori tattooed on my arm. Remember your mortality. Because if you don't, it's also why I have the pocket watch that my great-grandmother gave my great-grandfather on their wedding day tattooed on the inside of my forearm. Because I don't want to forget that my time here is limited. And when you come to terms with the fact that your time here is limited, you stop playing it safe. You step into the proverbial cage and put yourself out there. You stop playing safe. You stop doing things that you hate. You stop working jobs that you don't love. You stop saying yes to things that you really wanted to say no to. You get very clear with yourself. You get very clear what you want. You get very clear with what you'll put up with in your life. And that's all I'm asking you guys as my listeners. Yes, there's going to be days where this, this podcast is hilarious. There's going to be days where I go deep and talk about emotional stuff. And today, I just want you guys to realize like, it's not cliche. I'm here to remind you, there's an expiration date on you and I. And instead of looking at it and being sad and worried and nervous, oh my God, yeah, we're all going to die. It's, it, it's the deal we make when we're born. There is an end date. There is an expiration. And the cool part about this, the cool part about accepting it and coming to terms with it and watching documentaries like this strange rock, watching documentaries like Given, I'm going to give you guys a list of things that have just like I've experienced and watched that have shifted my perception on myself and life. And it's probably why I feel like I need to be quiet right now and listen and learn and experience and travel and do what I feel really called to do in my heart to build STA Elite, to build my coaching program, to build the supplement business, to have fun with my wife, to build our relationship based on the fact that every day I wake up is a fucking gift. And if you take it for granted, then you can't complain when shit goes sideways. If you take yourself, your life, your experience, your journey, the people who actually love you for granted and get caught up in drama and bullshit, then guess what? It's on you. And this is why most people don't have any empathy. This is why people don't feel for each other anymore. This is why people take things so serious. Why people get caught up in drama and watch the fucking Kardashians and give a shit about Justin Bieber getting married. Congratulations, by the way, young man. But these people don't affect your lives. There's nothing wrong with being happy for people. But most people, the average person these days, just gets caught up in drama. That's why Facebook is so full of bullshit. Because people don't have empathy. People hate they only want to see people be so successful. So I feel like I don't know shit. And I'm very willing to learn. And I'm ready to learn. I'm excited to learn. I'm excited to watch that documentary later with my wife. I'm excited to sit down and read books and, and, and read Stephen King and all, all the shit that I, I love to do to start archery, to go get my ass beat in jujitsu. So the question I have for you right now is when's the last time you actually put yourself in a position to lose? When's the last time you actually took a risk? 
Because I can guarantee you that's why you don't feel happy right now. It's why you don't feel alive. It's why you wake up every day and feel like you're stuck in Groundhog's Day. Great movie, by the way. Amazing. Phil Hartman. Phil. Phil Hartman. (laughs) So, guys, it's your choice right now. You, You can look at your life and look at it and go, I hate my fucking life. I hate what's going on right now. I hate my job. My relationship sucks. I don't get laid. I'm not connected. I feel like I'm just wasting time. And you probably are. You probably are. If you're doing things you don't love, you're wasting your time. And you're wasting your time based on this idea that you don't have a choice and that's a bullshit story. And even though I've gained success in a lot of different arenas in my life, I still feel like I don't know shit. It's crazy. Right now more than ever, and things are actually coming together. My businesses are doing very well. My relationship is on fucking fire. I'm crazy about my wife. We have fun every day, but I still feel like I know nothing. So why is it that you're playing it safe? Why are you not taking chances? Why not do the things that actually make you happy? Why not? And if the answer is because someone else told you you couldn't do it, or you have doubt inside of your mind, well, no shit, so do I. No shit, so do I. I doubt myself every single day. I've just learned to laugh at it and do what I want to do anyway. But here's the crazy piece. I got to this point by working 70, 80 hour weeks in my 20s and 30s, trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. So stop hating on other people that have found their thing, that have allowed themselves to follow their gut and do the things that they want to do. Don't hate on them. Don't waste your time getting caught up in other people's drama. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Because if... If Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic, or any of these guys that, that, are, that are legends in the sport of mixed martial arts did that, they would have never even stepped in the cage in the first place and what a travesty that would have been. Stop playing it safe. It's not doing anything for you. You're not making it out of here alive anyway. Things will never make you happy alone. They won't. Your relationships, your ability to experience and express empathy and love are the only path to you feeling full of life. I promise you this. I was closed off for a very long time. I protected my heart emotionally because when I grew up, my parents had a little fucked up relationship and they got divorced when I was in my early 20s and it destroyed me. Like, I was heartbroken. And because I was in this bad place, started dating a girl that we were not great for each other. I was just as much at fault as she was. And we were not good for each other. And she cheated on me. And I was, I was like a dick to her. And it was just ugly. So after that, then anyone that came after for the longest time, any girls, I punished the shit out of them. Because I didn't want to let anyone in. I was just sick of feeling hurt and sad and heartbroken. So I just wouldn't let anybody in. And I just acted like a complete dickhead. And it had nothing to do with, with them. It had everything to do with how I felt about myself. Now, if you guys hear a noise in the background, that is legitimately my dog snoring on the couch. Brownie Krebs. Snoring like a champion. So the question I have for you guys is, why are you surrounding yourself with bullshit when in, in reality you, have, you are surrounded by love? Why are you not willing to accept it? Feel it? 
reciprocate it, and then follow your heart and do what it is that you actually want to do. Nobody's going to do it for you. And if you put it off and you, you act like this life is going to go on forever, you're going to have regrets. You're going to sit back someday if you're lucky enough to make it to 85, 90 years old and say, oh, I wish I would have done this. I could have done this. Or you'd be like the Al Bundy where, where it's, I scored five touchdowns in one high school football game and you're still talking about it into your 60s and 70s. Well, that's sad to me because that means that after that, it was all downhill. I'm not telling you to not celebrate the things that you did when you were younger. I'm telling you to get focused on the fact that every day you have an opportunity to have another experience, to travel to a new place, to hug your wife or your husband or your kids in a way that they feel that shit. Because the things that you're worried about today are not going to matter in five years. I promise you that. I fucking promise you. I've never been more calm in my life. And the reason for that is that I do, ex I do express the fact that I don't know shit right now. I do show my wife every day that I love her by showing affection, attention, and appreciation. We connect physically as much as possible. AKA sexual intercourse. It's wonderful. Once try it once in a while. Stop being a lazy bastard. Clean yourselves up. Dress up. Go on date night. Actually put fucking effort in. It's ridiculous to me. Go do things that are fun for you. When's the last time you actually did some shit that was fun? Legitimately. Like, you think back to the 11, 12-year-old version of yourself. You used to ride bikes. You'd go play hoops for no reason. You'd meet your buddies or your or girlfriends. You'd go play video games. You'd talk. You'd have fun. You'd laugh all the time. When's the last time you, last time you laughed so hard that your face hurt? Then as we become adults and we get caught up in the business and all this bullshit, we forget that we forget what's important. And I'm here to remind you what's important because walking through life serious, too serious, call it straight edge Steve when I get like that, all stressed out. Life is stressful enough without you creating it for yourself. Life will create enough chaos on its own. But the antidote to chaos is love. And it doesn't get much simpler than that. In every sport, in every aspect of business, the simplest form of the game wins. The guys that are best in fighting, the guys that do the really basic fundamental things the best. The end. Hashtag simplest form of the game. Trademark. So I know I went serious on you guys right there, but it, it, it's important to me right now to express this. I'm feeling this right now. This is the way this is going to go. There's no set topics inside of this. It's just me expressing what I feel and what I see and I hope you guys can connect to this at the end of the day you got one fucking shot at this one don't waste it don't waste it so people see from the outside in they look at our relationship obviously my wife is gorgeous right Bria is a, a, a smoke show it's amazing I'm crazy about her we have a blast but it's only because every day I make sure and she makes sure that we communicate. So we have what we call the morning huddle. Every morning we sit down for at least 15 to 20 minutes and we just talk and I ask her questions and we express what's important to us. And I try to help her with things and she helps me with things. And it's just literally a point to connect on every day. It's so simple that it, it's, it's painful to me that, that there's couples that don't even try. 
And I feel like that most people inside a relationship, they get caught up in past stories or past experiences. And guess what? Sometimes great people and nice people and sweet people and amazing people do really shitty things. I have too. But if you're not willing to forgive them and move forward, then maybe you should just break the fuck up. If you're not willing to let it go and find a new way to connect, then what is the point of torturing each other moving forward? There is none. I'll put my relationship up against anyone's relationship. Not that it's a comparison game, but I'm saying in the fact of how much sex we have and how much we communicate and how much we laugh and all the shit we do together and we're excited to see each other even though we're together all day long. And there's only one way that this happens, guys. And it's through expressing what it is that we actually want to each other. Our relationship is very different than most. I'm sure I'll express it at some times. You can let your imagination run wild. But we have a different type of relationship. There's no ownership. There's no bullshit. There's no bullshit. She doesn't care that I look at other girls. She doesn't care that I talk to other girls. She knows she's queen. And I'll let your imagination run into that as far as you want to go. But at the end of the day, I'm loyal to her. She's loyal to me. We fucking love each other. But we also will go to Club 11 in Miami and have a blast, which if you don't know what Club 11 is, number one, it's pretty goddamn fun. Club 11 is a place where it's like a nightclub, high-end Vegas-style club, but it's also a strip club. And it's some of the most beautiful women in the world. Bree and I, when we're in Miami, we go there once every couple of weeks, few weeks. It's incredible. We have a blast. The reason we can do that is because she's secure. She knows that I'm not going anywhere. She, she, we can talk about everything and anything. And it didn't always work that way, guys. It didn't work that way. It, it's become that because of the security and the structure and the foundation that we've built with each other. It's not going to happen overnight. But I can guarantee you one thing. If you don't put effort in, if you don't communicate, if you and your partner don't take the five love languages quiz, which is free online, there's no way you'll figure out what works for you two. The, the five love languages quiz is a free quiz you can take online. And it literally will give you the cheat sheet to your partner. It, it will explain to you once they take it and they give you the results. You'll know how they actually prefer to be loved. I'm an acts of service guy. I prefer, like if Brie just does simple things for me, I absolutely love that shit. If she just does simple shit, like we don't run out of food in the house, you'd act like she gave me a million dollars. She does little things around the house or little things for me. You, I'm blown away by it. I don't really care so much for gifts or any of that other shit. But that quiz is like the cheat sheet to your relationship. And every guy that I coach, every girl that I coach, it's the first thing that I have them do. Go to a new partner, have, take the quiz, please. Just trust me on this. Exchange the results and then have a conversation about it. Personally, I feel like that human beings, we are resilient creatures. Unless... You allow your mind to run the show. You become a slave to your mind, which means you get stuck in old stories and experiences and you become a victim. Then you relive those atrocities in your mind every day, which is why most marriages fail. Now, you can believe what you want, but if you study science, you read the book Sapiens, you watch documentaries on human behavior, human beings are not built to be monogamous creatures. You can go look it up. This is an institution that was created only a few hundred years ago, four, five, six hundred years ago, maybe. 
And if 50 to 60% of marriages fail, then we need to start looking into the reason why. Now, if you don't agree with me, fine. Go take a look at your relationship. Is it as awesome as mine? Do you have as much fun as we do? Are you connected? Are you fucking all the time? If not, then sit back, shut up, and listen because maybe you don't know shit. Just like I admit sometimes I don't know shit. Now, we don't have kids. Maybe that's a factor. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm sure it is. But guess what? We are both committed to when that happens, if that happens, that it will not affect our connection. Because that child will be a byproduct of our love and connection. Not something that then we place love on, but then we forget about each other. That's bullshit and it's a fucking excuse. So, if human beings are not meant to be monogamous, then it's going to take a lot of work to stay in that place. And a lot of communication. After having, I don't know, millions and millions of conversations inside of coaching, you start to realize that a lot of times people don't express what it is they really want inside and outside of the bedroom to each other. So there's a lot of miscommunication and there's a lot of letdown and disappointment there, which is why both men and women end up cheating. They're not getting what they need physically or emotionally and they're not communicating. So things get boring. And when things get boring, you stop having sex. And when you stop having sex, it's a pretty good indicator that things are not right in your relationship. So it's simple. Grab, grab a journal out right now and write it down. How many times a week are you having sex with your partner? Out of scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate it? 10 being fucking amazing. 1 being like you might as well have went and whacked off. Girls can whack off too, by the way. So, <laughs> when you start looking at the truth, the reality, now you can make a decision if you want to invest the time to bring this thing back or not. Because otherwise you're just torturing each other. My parents stayed together for a long time for us, for the kids, and it was unhealthy and toxic. Bullshit. And as hard as it was for them to not be together, man, it's way better now. Way better. So give yourself a chance to look at it. Look at the truth of the situation. Look at the reality of the situation. Look at your relationship. Because here's the thing. If your relationship is off, Your business doesn't matter anymore because it will be affected by your relationship being fucked up. And if you're not having sex, then everything else is going to be, your money's not going to be right. Spiritually, you're going to be off. Physically, you're going to be off. And then if you do decide that, hey, we're going to stay together, but I'm just going to be a scumbag and cheat, which I've been that scumbag, so I can talk about it. Then you're going to walk around with guilt and shame which are the two most poisonous emotions and feelings on the planet. So then you haven't solved the problem. You've created a bigger fucking problem rather than just manning up or womaning up and having a conversation based on, hey, like I feel like my needs are not being met. Here are my non-negotiables inside of our relationship. This is what I need and want from you. I want to make this work with you. What do you need and want? And then you can share what you need and want. Then you can have a conversation. Take the five love languages quiz. Actually reconnect and build a new relationship based on today moving forward rather than some shit that's happened in the past because guess what? You can't go back and change it. It's impossible. Unless you're hanging out with Doc Brown and Marty McFucking Fly, you're not going back to fix it. So let's just let it go. Learn from it and let it go or just let it the fuck go because it's not serving you in any way, shape, or form. I wish for you 
that your relationship can be like mine is. And I know it can be, but you have to be willing to be the person that says, hey, we can do better than this. Even if your relationship is, air quotes, epic, it could still be better. Always. And it's as simple as having a conversation. How can I be better for you? What can I do to make your life like more enriched and full and joyous? Like, what can we do together that will bring us closer together? Because we all know the things that will tear us apart. And when you really think about it, what feels better than a hug from someone that you really love? What feels better than that? Maybe a hug with no pants on, if you know what I'm saying. But same thing. What feels better than that? And to me, the answer is nothing. I've had huge victories in business. I drive a cool truck. Mercedes G-Wagon AMG, what? And me getting in that truck feels pretty good, but feels nothing compared to when I hug my wife. Or I hug my mom, or my dad, or my sisters, Eric and Elizabeth, or my brother Josh, or all their, you know, my brother's kids, or my sister Elizabeth's kids. It's amazing. So why do we sit here and try to pretend that that's not the shit that actually matters? Having an airplane would be cool, but riding around on the fucking thing all by yourself, not so cool. This is not rocket science, guys. You will never rise to the, to, to the level of elite without feeling connected. And here's the funny part. I'm going to keep drawing you back to UFC 226 because Daniel Cormier is married and has kids and he loves his family. They show there's there's a show called UFC Embedded and it does a lead up to the fights and you see him with his children and now you understand why what he's fighting for and if you don't know what you're fighting for or you don't give yourself permission to admit what you're fighting for well it's no wonder you're confused or making things complex or fucking up your relationship which in turn fucks up your business and you're acting serious all the time getting caught up in other people's drama and then just driving towards someday having a shit ton of regret. Or we can just cut the bullshit, clean the slate, and get very clear on what it is you want and need right now, today. And then communicate with the people that you love so you can fix this shit. Because you can. You have the power and the ability to do that. I don't know shit. That's really how I feel today. It's how I feel almost every day. I don't know shit. But I do know one thing. Connection and love are all that really matter at the end of the day. And those are the things that will drive you to create a life that you never thought possible. How do I know? Because I've fucking done it. I just want the same for you. You just have to be willing to do the work required. That's all I got for you guys today. This episode number two of the Steve motherfucking Crab Show. Brought to you by Weaponized Nutrition. Get yourself some nootropics. Weaponize mind and get yourself some weaponized greens and you take them together and then you feel wonderful. I'll drop the link in the bio. We are launching this week finally. It's been a long road. This podcast is also brought to you by good old STA Elite. Elite, elite, STA Elite. Stay elite, motherfuckers. Marketing, branding, Facebook ads, Instagram growth at the highest fucking level. If you're not marketing, then you can't complain about not having money, right? It's like going fishing without worms. You might as well just throw your pole in the water and sit there and watch old episodes of the Trailer Park Boys while you drink a tall boy ice house 
with your dick in your hand because otherwise you're just wasting your time. Also, this podcast, episode number two, brought to you by, you know, me, Coach Steve Krebs. If you need to get your shit together, if you want to take your business and life to the next level, and, and legitimately, like, sometimes it's hard for me to explain what I do because conversations, and it's not that I'm doing this for anyone, by the way, so don't get it twisted. I'm not a guru. I'm not like this. I'm not fucking Dr. Phil. I'm just really good at asking questions that help people get clear. That's coaching. I'm also a consultant. So to be able to sit down inside of your business and see areas and holes that you can't see, blind spots you can't see, that's what I do. And I work one-on-one with people for 90 days, and then we go from there. It's not cheap. So, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. That's all I got for you today. Listen, love, empathy, connection. At the end of the day, I don't know shit, but I know that. Have a good one.